You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review for Tuesday, November 8th. I'm Portia Cook. And I'm Kira McKinley. And you're tuned into KCSU Fort Collins. On today's show, Kira McKinley goes over campus news with updates on ASCSU. Then Portia covers local news with updates on a Fort Collins police officer who was placed on administration leave. Portia then reports on music, entertainment, and events news with information on the death of child pop star Aaron Carter. And then you'll hear a KCSU podcast with Bridget and Bailey as they talk shop on all things music. Then McKinley goes over environmental news with updates on the vandalization of famous paintings. After that, I go over national news with updates on a Honda car crash in Denver, Colorado. Then stay tuned as Ewan Perp goes over updates in CSU sports. And to conclude today's show, I take a look at what Fort Collins has in store for the weather this week. The following Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast was pre-recorded on Monday, November 8th. With that, let's move right into campus and local news. This is Kira McKinley reporting your campus news for Tuesday, November 8th. At last week's ASCSU meeting that took place on November 2nd, new members were sworn into the Senate at the beginning of the meeting. Then an election for the Internal Affairs Committee chair was held. Ritha Correa and Nora Aslan ran for the position. While it was a close race, Aslan did win the majority vote and was sworn into office. Following this election, the Senate was presented with the Improving the ASCSU Bill. This bill was in wake of the controversy that took place on September 28th. To hear more about the controversy, listen to the Rocky Mountain Review podcast from October 3rd on podcast streaming platforms. The bill aims to create an environment within the Senate that is safe for everyone within that space. The bill was sent to the Internal Affairs Committee. Following that bill, another bill called Providing Funding for First Aid and CPR slash AED was presented to the Senate. If passed, this $8,000 partnership with the American Red Cross would allow 50 students to get first aid and CPR slash AED training. Lastly, the Senate overviewed the B-Bill. The B-Bill aims to have $7,000 allocated to the CSU Agriculture Club so the CSU Horticulture Center can renovate its planting area and bee yard. Information from this story comes from the Collegian. Colorado State University has seen another breaking year in sponsored research spending. The university's projects this past year reached a total of $459.9 million. In the year prior, the university spent $447.3 million. Where does the school get all of its sponsored funding, though? Well, a majority of the funding comes from the government. In this past year, 75% of the university's funding came from U.S. government agencies. There have been some notable project fundings from this past year, one of which is a $117 million NASA-funded project that is allowing CSU researchers to study thunderstorms in the tropics. Information from this story comes from CSU Source News. In other campus news, football and basketball are not the only sports here at CSU. The university has no short supply of talented athletes. The Colorado State University swim and dive team won their 17th straight dual meet against Denver University. Make sure to stay tuned, though, as later in the show, you and Pert will dive deeper into CSU athletics. Thank you for listening to my campus news updates. Now on to your local news with Portia Cook. I'm Portia Cook reporting your local news for Tuesday, November 8th. Fort Collins Police Services put an officer on administrative leave without pay for making DUI arrests where testing showed the drivers had not been drinking or doing drugs. 
According to a CBS News Colorado investigation, the Fort Collins Police Department confirmed that out of Officer Jason Haferman's 191 DUI arrests in 2021, eight of them resulted in blood tests that did not detect alcohol or drugs. The department went on to confirm that so far, one out of the 277 DUI arrests made by Haferman in 2022 also came back with blood results that did not detect any alcohol or drugs. The Larimer County District Attorney dismissed three DUI cases filed by Officer Haferman in 2021 after lab results showed all three drivers had no alcohol or drugs in their system. The DA dismissed a fourth DUI case filed by Haferman after a judge questioned Haferman's credibility while stating that Haferman exaggerated his testimony. In a written statement, Fort Collins Police Chief Jess Swoboda said, quote, We are conducting thorough reviews to ensure this and all arrests with non-detected results were conducted appropriately, end quote. Fort Collins Police did not indicate why it took months to put Haferman on leave. However, they did confirm that Haferman will remain off-duty until the internal investigation is complete. In other news, a Wisconsin homicide suspect arrest leads to an illegal marijuana operation investigation. According to a Larimer County Sheriff press release on the morning of November 4th, the Larimer County Regional All-Hazards Crisis Response Team assisted the Wisconsin Department of Justice Division of Criminal Investigation with the execution and the search warrant and arrest of Philip Gavin Schmidt of Loveland, Colorado. Schmidt was arrested on a Wisconsin homicide warrant in the 6900 block of Ridge Valley Court in Loveland. Schmidt, along with Eric Way of Glendale, Wisconsin, have been charged with first-degree intentional homicide in connection to the murder of their mother and grandmother in Dodgeville, Wisconsin, on July 19, 2021. While assisting DCI, investigators found indications of felony levels of marijuana distribution inside of the home. As a result, the Northern Colorado Drug Task Force secured a new search warrant for the home and seized over 150 pounds of dried marijuana, more than 50 live marijuana plants, and several thousand dollars in cash. The NCDTF investigation is ongoing and charges are expected at a later date. In other local news, if you're looking for legal help, the Poudre River Library is here to help. A no-cost legal self-help clinic is held at the Old Town Library in Fort Collins every Friday of the month. During the clinic, volunteer attorneys will help answer questions, help fill out forms, and explain the process and procedures for the legal issues in the areas of family law, civil litigation, petty law, probate law, collection, appeal, landlord-tenant law, veterans' benefits, and civil protection orders. Each person will be assisted one-on-one, -on -one, and the clinic is open to all area residents. To sign up for the clinic, you can call 970-221-6740. That's all for your local news. I'll be right back with your music events and entertainment news after the break. The Four Cons Bike Co-op is an organization whose mission is to build community through bicycling. They provide the tools and expertise to help fix up any bike, new or old. Hours of operation are Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 2 to 5 p.m., and Sunday from noon to 6 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page, Fort Collins Bike Co-op, or email info at fcbikecoop.org.
I'm Portia Cook, and I'm back with your music events and entertainment news. In entertainment news, Aaron Carter, a former child pop singer and the younger brother of Backstreet Boys' Nick Carter, has died. A spokesperson for the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department told CNN they responded to a call for help at Carter's Lancaster, California home on Saturday morning around 11 a.m. local time. Aaron was found deceased in his bathtub, the source said. Authorities have given no information about a possible cause of death. Carter first found fame as a boy with pop songs like I Want Candy and Crush on You is survived by his 11-month-old son, Prince. In other music news, Guns N' Roses released a 2022 version of their 1991 classic November Rain. The newest version of the song features a 50-piece orchestra. The track is a part of a super deluxe box set edition, which will be released on November 11th and will feature 63 previously unreleased tracks. In events news, it's Trivia Night at Sparge Brewing in Fort Collins. Trivia will kick off this evening, November 8th, from 6 to 7.30 p.m. in the Brew Tap Room. Tonight, you can expect some fun and exciting trivia categories, and if you want to give it a try, a smartphone or device is needed to participate. Spirit Music Hall also presents Open Music Night with Lori Michelle this evening. The Open Music Night will kick off this evening, November 8th from 7 o'clock p.m. to 10 o'clock p.m. All solo and duo singer-songwriters and more are welcome to perform. Registration for this event can be found on the KCSU FM calendar at kcsufm.com. If you're looking for more things to do, you can find the most up-to-date local daily events on the KCSU events calendar at kcsufm.com under the calendar dropdown. I'm Portia Cook, and that's all for your entertainment news. Now, a KCSU music podcast with Bailey and Bridget as they talk shop on all things music. Hello, I'm Bridget. And I'm Bailey. And you're listening to the Monthly Music Podcast. On this podcast, we dive deep into our everyday music with episodes that include interviews from artists, concert reviews, curating our staff picks, and more. This podcast, we're going to run through all the biggest moments in music this past October, our hits and misses, songs that blew up on TikTok, shows that have happened, and the biggest pop culture news. Yeah, let's dive right into it. What were some albums that you liked this month? This month was very good with albums. I agree. It was a lot of releases and a lot of Mm -hmm. great bangers. As I feel like everyone says that summer is like the time for album releases, but I really feel like it's the winter. I agree too. That people like August through November. Yeah, because everyone's touring in the summer. Exactly. So they're not releasing new music. They're like touring on the music they've released like in the winter and the spring. Exactly. So I feel like this past month was one of those hits. Um, yeah. I had a lot. So the 1975, Being Funny in a Foreign Language. That was great. It's amazing. Duckworth's new album, Crumble. I haven't really listened good. to it yet. Very good. We have a station ID from him too. I saw that so. and I was like, oh, play. Very cool. I like him a lot. Um, You were talking about Babe Hoven's I new was album. talking about Babe Hoven's new album. Um, They just released something like pretty recently. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of surprised that they released something so soon after it, but uh, it was good. Mm-hmm. Recommend. Was the classic Taylor Swift Midnight's album. Yeah, that's I feel like good. a lot of people hated it or you loved it. Um, I was on the side of loving it. I'm really scared for my Spotify wrapped after this is what I should say. Well, it stops counting on October 30th. So And it came out like the weekend before or the week before that. Yeah, so there's like no way that it ruined your Spotify wrapped. No. There's like no possible way. No, I think there might have been. That's all I was listening to for like a week straight. So 
I'm I'm just scared. I'm just not like that Midnight's is going to be on there, but I think Taylor Swift's going to be my top artist. Oh, and well. And you always want to be like unique and like I'm so indie, you know? Yeah, but like whatever, you know? She's a great Cool artist. people still listen to Taylor Swift. Yeah, I can go on and on about that album. We can. Yeah, it's a great this. album. I really liked it. Yeah, it was um, amazing. Bridget did not think I would. I didn't <laughs> because you're you are a folk gal. Folk That's true. Until you die. But I also listen to other music. I know, but I don't think pop is where you find yourself that often. No, it's not where I find myself that often. But I will say uh, Taylor Swift's different because I think, um. I like I have liked most of the stuff she's done. I did not like a couple of her albums in there. Reputation I didn't love. Yeah. <laughs> but other yeah. than that, I really do like Taylor Swift and I think this album was really good and really creative. And I enjoyed it a lot. Great. That's all I wanted from you. <laughs> Great. Glad yeah. I didn't disappoint. Mm-hmm. The Always album. Always good. Right? Yeah, they're great. I can't say anything bad. Blue Rev was great. Mm-hmm. Everything they've released has been great for the most part. Actually, no, for the entire part. Um, I've been on like the college radio side of TikTok. I've been seeing a lot of me it. Me too. And there was like a meme where it was like me just disassociating during always playing on my show. Was it the Snoopy? Yeah. The Snoopy one? You yeah. had sent that to me earlier. You uh-huh. is our sports director. Yeah. And he sent me that TikTok about Snoopy as um, a, a radio, radio DJ, DJ. Yeah. disassociating the always. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was really prevalent. It was so us. funny. Yeah. You know, it is. That's like, I, that's my lived experience. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to the new Tovlo album, highly recommend. Tovelo? Tovelo. <laughs> um, it was it's just amazing. I love she's like hyper pop now. Mm-hmm. Um and I almost like pop in like a ironic way. No, I understand that. Yeah. When I listen to pop, I just feel like I become a different person. <laughs> yeah, like women pop is very like in hyper pop. I just become like a different I can't explain it. No, hyperpop goes so hard. Yeah. And like Charlie XCX and Tovlo are up there for me, honestly. And That's like fair. we're gonna also I talked about Carly Rae Jepsen's new album. Our station manager Bryn is obsessed with Carly Rae Jepsen. And is it her partner why. obsessed with Carly Rae Jepsen? Yes, both of them are. They went oh, to okay. Carly Rae Jepsen. No, they didn't go to Carly Rae Jepsen together, but she just went to Carly Rae Jepsen a couple yeah. weeks ago. And she's great. There's more than just call me maybe. I no, there is. Say. And call me maybe is great. It like, is a little like I'm still not um haven't okay. fully recovered from hearing it when I was like a young child. Like when it comes on, I'm still sometimes like, oh my God. Do you not um, like it? Or like, oh my God, in a good way. Kind of both. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, I've heard this song five million freaking times. But sometimes it's like, oh my God, this is cute. It's like nostalgic. It is, for sure. Mm-hmm. And the last album I want to talk about, because you have another album. I had mm-hmm. so many albums. The Baby Keem came out with the deluxe version of the Melodic Blue. And sometimes you're just like, okay, a deluxe version. Nothing's that different from it. He added like eight to nine songs. And it became like another album. And they're really good. I'm a Baby Keem fan. <laughs> I love that album. Have you sure. listened to that album? No, I haven't. I'm not a Baby Keem fan. Well, Okay. Mostly because I, like, haven't listened to that much Baby Keem. Not because I don't, like, not because I fundamentally dislike Baby Keem. I I highly recommend you listen to The Melodic Blue. I think you'll really enjoy it. All right, I'll listen to it. It's very good. On my list. I'll listen to it on my way home today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to talk about the Odie Lee EP. Mm -hmm. It's called How Did It Seem to You? And it's really amazing. Um, Every song on it's good. There's only, like, five or six songs. Um... 
I love every single one of them. A lot of them uh, had already been released as singles, which was kind of like, yeah, um, because I had already heard them. Mm-hmm. But it was great. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Odie's cool. She's playing in Denver in yeah. December. Excited to see it. Amazing. Um, as you can tell, we had a lot of hits this month. We're moving on to the misses of this month, right? Yeah. And there was, there's not a lot. I really don't think any album that came out this month that I listened to, I was like, this is bad. Were they disappointing? Sure. Yes. Was it bad? No. I'll quickly go over People in Motion by Dayglow. And I'm not like a huge Dayglow fan. But like when you think of indie pop, Dayglow is definitely one of the key figures that no, comes yeah. to your mind. He's a leader of the genre for sure. Yeah. So obviously when this album was coming out, I was going to listen to it because... I listen to every single genre as I possibly can. I listened to the Drake album this morning. <laughs> I saw it on my, um, you know, the Spotify sidebar. Mm-hmm. I oh, was like planning out my show and I was seeing Bridget listen to the new Drake album. Because we got it sent to us. And I yeah. was like, I, I guess I have to listen to it. So I try to listen as much as I can of like different genres. Am mm-hmm. I, I a Drake fan? No. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be honest. We had this discussion this morning. But is nice for what? A really is Chicago freestyle a good song? Yeah. yeah. Just hold on, we're going home. Great. Yeah. You know, so I was like, I'm not opposed to listening to it. Did I giggle a little bit? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sorry about that tangent. I'm just trying to say, like, I try to listen to whatever. Yeah. yeah uh, sure. Day Globe, it just wasn't, it didn't hit. It sounded like every other indie pop album. Yeah. It sounded all the songs blended together. Production on it was great. He sounded great. The tunes were catchy. I just expected more from a guy who literally, I feel like, coined indie pop. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say he, like, coined indie pop. I think indie pop has definitely been around for a lot longer. But I would mm-hmm. say that, like, this new sound of indie pop that, like, we're, we've been hearing recently, a lot of that comes from Dayglow. I guess that's what I mean, like, coined the yeah. new indie pop yeah, sound. Yeah, it's definitely, like, with. Dayglow, Rex Orange County. Boo him. Yeah, um, <laughs> <what's that saying? laughs> oh, kind of a sensitive subject to bring up. Like, no, not but a good I, bad. Well, no, because I think it is like he is. That's what sucked about him. Because yeah, that's what he, sucked about him being turning out not to be a good person. Is that like he is so influential, like not only for his fans, obviously, but like for the genre as a whole, mm-hmm. which is such a bummer. Yeah. Um. But I think it brings up an interesting question, which is like, was the album boring because everyone sounds like Dayglow? Yes. Or was it boring because he didn't try anything new? So was it like boring because everyone else is trying to sound like Dayglow and Dayglow is trying to sound like himself or because the album was boring because he didn't like make any fun, cool, creative choices? I know. I think it's the first one, like definitely because everyone's trying to sound like Dayglow and he's just trying to find himself because I feel like he found his like how he sounds his sound yeah um and i never really like judge an artist their album based on like their decision to sound like that do you know what i mean like yeah if they decide like taylor swift she went right back to kind of her like pop roots yeah after and folklore and evermore yeah and everyone can like argue whether that was a good idea or not but like at the end of the day it's like what she wants to do and if that's what she thinks her sound is then go for it and yeah, the same sure. thing with dayglow he probably was he loves that sound. He's yeah. like, I love how this sounds and I'm going to continue with being classic indie pop. And it sucks because everyone kind of is trying to that. emulate that. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, if that made any sense. I don't know. If that no, made- that made a lot of sense. Okay. 
Uh, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, move on. <laughs> um, okay, my miss is the new Field Medic al- album. It's called Grow Your Hair Long if you're wanting to see something you can change. And I'm a diehard Field Medic stan. Um, mm-hmm. But he just has better albums. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I we played it uh, one of these songs on our shows, our, our weekly gem show. Yeah. Selfish plug. About a week or two ago. Yeah, and it's and, just like, Meh. yeah, it was very chill, and I definitely think it's like calm. It's calming. Yeah, um, but that's not what I assume you wanted from the album. Well, it's not that. That's not what I wanted from the album. That's like kind of what you expect from Field Medic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted it to be. I wanted the songwriting to be better. Um, I wanted the instrumentation to be cooler. I wanted it to be more creative. I wanted it to be a little more out there. Yeah, and he just stuck with it. Not even. He like Yeah, what did it was kind of like all the other stuff that he's put out, just like of a lesser quality. And like not to talk bad about Field Medic, I think he's a great musician and they do great work, but it just could have been better. Mm-hmm. I like the album name. That's all I can contribute. The album name's cool, the cover's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But I kind of, I was, we were talking about this on the last podcast. I was like, uh, the singles that have been released aren't great. I'm worried that the album isn't going to be great. And it wasn't like, it didn't blow me away. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to. Those were our only two albums that were kind of misses to us solely because, again, we just were disappointed. It's never like, I feel like our misses, we need to always explain that it's never bad. Also, this is no. all of our opinions. So you can easily be like, Dago's album was the best album that has come out this year. And I'll yeah. be like, yes. And I'm not going to be Slay. like, oh, it's terrible music. I've never heard anything worse about any of these albums. Yeah, it's just how we feel. Yeah, it's just like, I wanted it to be better. Exactly. And from that, we're going to move on to some songs that were hits for us that kind of weren't on albums or maybe singles on albums. Like for me... Uh, Samia just came out with two singles and yeah. the end of October and it was Mad at Me and Kill Her Freak Out. And I love Samia and these songs are just very... Kill Her Freak Out is so fun because she's literally just being like, you have a new girlfriend? Well, guess what? I'm going to kill her. That's <laughs> so funny. You don't know. Like, she's not me. There was also the single off of Attaboy's new album. Isn't it called Crab Party? The album is called Crab Party. And there's a, sing- there's a single off. There's a song on the album called crab party it was great i loved it it was very classic attaboy is so good Uh, right i know i've been listening to them for like ever i feel like there's this one i don't remember what it's called but there's this one album that they had that was like really influential for me like probably i want to say my freshman year of high school oh and it's out of sorts Mm. it's their album out of sorts which i believe was their first album from 2012 and i didn't really know that they'd been around that long either so actually whoa now that i'm looking at their discography they released out of source in 2012 and they didn't release anything else until a series of singles leading up to an album in 2020 complex by katie grexton mcleod and she kind of blew up on tiktok for this song a lot of times when artists like have a song that blow up on tiktok people um want to have the song released on streaming platforms and it can a lot of times be like before the song is fully like thought out and developed. And Katie Gregson McLeod released the song first as a demo. 
Um, and now she has released like the full finished, like fully fledged out version. Mm-hmm. And I like them both a lot. I like how she did that because that doesn't give anyone's hopes up because I hate when they keep teasing it on TikTok and then yeah. they never do anything about it until they release the song fully and then everyone's kind of like, Meh. you know? Yeah, because I think that like puts musicians in a pretty hard situation. It's like, do I release this song that's like not fully formed um, and just kind of like rush my way through it and just so I can get it released or do I like wait until it's like fully fully thought out and then risk like not having the hype behind me anymore and she was like I don't have to choose I'm gonna do both and I respect that a lot I really like her too because she did the music video for Complex was Alicia Cara Thousand Miles like parody she was on the piano yeah that was was cool great song uh i'm really excited to see like what she does next because she really hasn't released that many that much content and i'm looking forward to some more from her honestly i didn't have any misses in the song category this month again it was really really good so i would like to move on to songs that are not new but they blew up on tiktok this month yeah to begin the one i've been hearing the most of has been uh poland by little yachty it's very it's a song he got a key to poland didn't he get a key to poland a key to Poland? You little yachty? Yeah. I didn't hear that. That's weird, though. Do, do you need a key to Poland to no. <laughs> enter? No, he got, like, an honor. He went to Poland, and they gave him, like, an honor. Like, you know how you get the key to the city? Yeah, but isn't the song about, like, sneaking drugs into Poland? They're saying it got turned into a national anthem? I don't think that's true, though. <laughs> TikTok turned Little Yachty's Poland into a national anthem. Can you imagine Poland winning something at the Olympics and instead of being like whatever the Polish national anthem already is, it just being like everyone like just solemn, straight faces being like, I took a walk to Poland. Like that would be the funniest thing. And um, I wish that it actually happened. Um, Someone said that this is the proudest I've been as a Polish person since soccer player Robert Lewanski scored five goals in nine minutes. Another song I've seen is like Pink and White by Frank Ocean is always on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I have seen that one. Yeah. Like a little edit of it. There's always at least one Frank Ocean song that's going viral like at any given time, I feel like. Big Papa by Biggie. Great song. Have you seen what? (laughs) Hasn't come up on my For You page. This song was, it's like edited with the euphoria scene with Maddie. Oh, wait. No, I have seen this. She's confronting Cassie and then it goes into... no i saw that that was funny another song that has been blowing up is all retreat miss you um the remix of it there was some drama apparently some guy tried to remix or not tried to remix oliver tree's miss you song and then oliver tree remixed that remix and then i think that's the one that's going viral those are the songs that we have found that blew up on tiktok what sucks about songs that blew up on tiktok is this category is very hard to choose from because everyone has a different For You page. Hence the name For You page. Um, yeah. So if you have any songs that in the month of November that have blown up and you would really like us to discuss or you want to talk about, uh, email us at music at kccufm.com and we would love to ch- chat about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess now let's go into shows that we went to. Yes, I went to Sloppy Jane in How Denver. How was it? Amazing. Ogden. I saw them open for BB. I read Rocks over the summer and then himself on a solo tour was very unique and she's great. She wears like high heel boots that go all the way up. 
And oh, like, that's cool. It's very good. She just rolls around on the floor and I love it. Oh, slay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so most recently, I've been to two concerts this week. The first one I went to was Shovels and Rope and Trey Burt opened for them. Um, Trey Burt was great. Um, he just played like a little him and a guitar acoustic set, which was cool. And then Shovels and Rope, I love them. They're so cute. They're a little married couple. And they have like two kids and they bring their kids on tour with them, which I think is precious. And um, I've seen them before. I actually skipped my homecoming dance to New Year to go see Shovels and Rope play in Austin. And um, they were great then and they're great now. Um, And I'm super happy I got to see them. Amazing. And unfortunately, we both missed Amara Apollo. That came October 28th um, in Boulder. Yeah. That one broke my heart. Don't want to talk about it anymore. Did you see any more shows? Yes, I did. I saw King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard three times <laughs> in the past three weeks. They played three three-hour marathon shows at Red Rocks, and I went to all of them. Ugh, crazy. Crazy girl. <laughs> Honestly, I can never. Um, and... Since this month was kind of a dry month for us, I would call it in concerts, except King Giz. At least for me, I went to yeah. one show. Uh, we have a special guest, Ben, and he's going to talk about his concert experience. What's up? Hey, hey Ben. ben. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? We're great. How are you? I'm really sick. Oh, man. I'm, I'm sick, too. I'm so sorry, but I'm, I'm excited to talk about vibing. this concert because I yes. got the tickets to Suicide Boys on October 31st from Bridget, actually. Yes. So that was really fun. Cherry work. Just I appreciate kidding. it a lot. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> I don't listen to Suicide Boys like at all. Mm-hmm. And I have a newfound respect and confusion for their music. Elaborate, um, please. <laughs> well, my my Suicide Boys experience started mm-hmm. freshman year of college when my roommate showed me Naruto AMVs and I was like, ah, mm-hmm. yes, this is culture right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is an amazing experience. Yeah. And I, I kind of like listen to them passively since then. And I feel like it's it's good stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I like their music a lot. I like their story of how they became sober. And they talked about that in their concert, actually, which is what I'll get to. Um, they also had a lot of interesting bits, too. Mm-hmm. But um, Halloween rolls around. It's a Monday night. And I'm tired. You know, I'm hanging out. I was, I was doing tests before that. And I was really stressed out. Mm-hmm. And I dressed up as work from over the garden wall. Really? For like the whole weekend before that. Yeah. I had this giant red cap on. So I'm I'm like wearing the giant red cap. It's like windy outside. I'm walking up to Red Rocks and I'm realizing like, oh, the people behind me probably hate me, right? Because I'm wearing this, like, it's like 14 inches tall. <laughs> they're like, they're like looking at me like, what is this kid doing here? Yeah. You know, everyone's in like all black and I'm in this weird like, like Victorian boy, but like I don't get enough food type <laughs> vibe. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was fun though. I, I liked it. Uh Ski Mask played. Um Oh, Ski Mask was there? Yeah, he was there. That's so it fun. Really cool. So was Snot too. Oh, so really? Crazy. Yeah, yeah. DJ That's a good lineup. was there. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ski played a lot of X's music too, which I thought was kind of interesting. I, I heard mm-hmm. that he does that a lot on his tours, but it was like half of the songs, right? So I'm like, oh, play Coolest Monkey in the Jungle. And then he plays another X song. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. But I do love him a lot. But also, he left early so Suicide Boys could play, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were behind on schedule. Because Red Rocks apparently has a curfew, which I didn't know about. So like at 1130, you can't play music at Red Rocks mm-hmm. anymore because of the neighborhood that it's in. And then there's also a thing with the decibel rating. 
So like the decibels can't get above a certain limit or else the people around the neighborhood will like try and shut it down, right? Mm -hmm. And they've had a lot of fights recently with the neighborhood surrounding Red Rocks and the people that own it on how concerts are going to go. So it was weird because it was like a Suicide Boys concert, which was really cool. But then also it's an amphitheater. So it's like this stacked kind of like everyone's doing their own thing. And also like it's a little quieter, right? Mm -hmm. But very pretty experience. Suicide Boys had a couple bits that they did during the show, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Like they they have this song that they came out with, Suicide Boys Were Better in 2015. And yeah. I didn't know the song existed at all. So they just picked a fight with like a random person in the audience. They were like, do you think we're better in 2015? Like, And they're like, oh, I'm going to fight you. And I'm like, ah, oh, please don't fight the random audience <laughs> member. But it's a bit for a mm -hmm. song, which was kind of cool. But mm -hmm. then also it was very jarring for someone like me that doesn't listen to their music that much. Yeah. That's very fun. Good what would you overall. rate it out of 10? A solid 6.5 to 7 out of 10. That's really? That's great yeah. score, honestly. For not knowing them before. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Know. I, I thought the people there made the experience the best. Because it was yeah. like, yeah. it was just a wild experience. I went to a, um, a convenience store afterwards. That yeah. was like right next to Red Rocks. And I was like, oh my, you're from the Suicide Boys concert. And you're from the Suicide Boys concert, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just like picking them out. Mm -hmm. It was great. Well, I went to New Orleans that weekend and apparently they're from New Orleans, which I had no idea mm -hmm. because we were like driving from the airport and there was a ton of like graffiti that was just over and over again was Suicide Boys, Suicide Boys, like all like down this whole like road. And I was like, what is going on? And then I just, I just thought I should add that. So we had a Suicide Boys filled weekend and then I learned that they're from New Orleans. Pretty crazy. They're yeah. they're really influential in that area too. They are. Like they used to show up to places all the time. My friend that went to the concert with me, his family's from there. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about like his friends seeing them when they were kids, like and then them like getting off of drugs and like trying to help people out. Mm -hmm. So I, I really do think that that part of their music and their message that they're trying to spread is really interesting. And it's cool. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm so glad that you were able to come on the podcast and show or share your experience. We're going to go into pop culture news, my favorite uh, little category we have on this podcast. And yeah. the first one that we're going to touch on quite quickly because I don't really want to talk about it, frankly. No, we don't have to go into it in no, detail because everyone's like, been talking about it. Yeah, and this certain incident kind of took over pop culture news this month and it was really hard for us to find more pop culture moments, would you say? No, I Because everyone was obsessed with it. The Ooh. one and only awful person Kanye West <laughs> he I'm sure you've heard about it if you haven't brief rundown he said a bunch of things that he shouldn't have said he was very anti-semitic and kept doubling and tripling and quadrupling down on it um and he got dropped by a bunch of brands including Adidas he got um, dropped by his lawyers too oh well that's probably good for them a lot of people have been bringing up the point that like oh he's like mentally ill like he doesn't mean it but he still has a lot of sway with a lot of people particularly young men and boys and it's been pretty heartbreaking to see what people have been saying and how people have been like publicly agreeing with Kanye um after that and like the kind of behavior that it has sparked though he is mentally ill he has all the resources to get help. Yeah. And he's responsible for his own actions still. Yes, exactly. So, so moving on from that. Uh, Taylor Swift. Wow. What a transition. <laughs> <laughs> she was the first female to ever take over uh, Billboard's top 10 charts. In the last week of October, she filled up the whole entire top 10 Billboard charts. As she should. With her new album. And she made history. And I think that's very important to bring up because a lot of people hate on her. 
but she you can't deny how powerful she is and how yeah i agree how good she is because she writes all of her own songs yeah and like how like long lasting her legacy will be 100 percent. so yeah artist of the decade no i like artists of the last probably my whole childhood yeah basically my whole life yeah Yeah. (laughs) insane so next the resurgence of like the indie sleaze tumblr era i'm here for it because i was a middle schooler i wasn't old enough to like fully enjoy (laughs) um the aesthetic no me either um i wore the fishnets and skater skirt but that was about it the reason i love the 1975 coming out with that album because i thought it was so so cool in middle school when i listened to it i was like yeah i'm super indie no one has ever heard of the 1975 when in reality so many people were listening to it but it was that new arctic monkeys new paramore yeah paramore actually just announced their tour today while we're recording this and yeah i think it's just insane the same bands are coming back and like releasing albums and i like it uh i hope that the like fashion comes back with it i'm not gonna lie i loved it me too it was great like it holds up still Mm -hmm. there's definitely some things that like probably aren't coming back like the deep side part um oh i'm glad no yes i can stay (laughs) yeah i mean like you look at any old pictures of someone like now in college or even in high school when they have that middle part and you look at pictures of them with a side part it's a huge difference yeah you're like who is that and like what happened to them you just look so much better with it everyone does I and know. i'm a huge component of that and you're not some people go ahead and do a little flippy side part for a minute you know when you flip your hair over yeah go for it i'm not gonna sit here and judge no we are passionate about middle parts here yes they're better um but also the thing about like side parts is that sometimes if they're like just a little bit off the middle like it's cute but uh-huh. if they're like Full damn side. near to your ear, <laughs> then like what are you doing? Yeah, not fun. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that 2012, 2015 is coming back. I know, great. Well, era. it's because it's. I've seen it. The fashion trends every decade come back. Yeah, and it's been a decade since that. So not surprised. Oh, that's crazy, right? Our last pop culture moment that we're going to talk about is Steve Lacey. Um, I love this guy, and you know he's done some he's done some controversial things. However, absolutely. This one I feel like I can I can stand by and support, okay? Because at the beginning of the show, he said, I don't like when people throw things at me. As someone as who's singing to a crowd should do. If someone was throwing stuff at me, I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. Like what are I, you doing? Yeah. I completely stand by that. Being like, I don't like when you literally chuck things at my face when I'm trying to hit a note. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. When bad habits happen, someone threw their disposable camera up there. Mm-hmm. It hit him. And the security guard took it. He asked for it back from the security guard. He took it and smashed it. And everyone was like, what? And he walks off stage. He did not come back on to finish the song until that person was removed from the venue. Is that dramatic? Yes. Is that kind of harsh? Yes. At the same time, he set a boundary at the beginning of the show. Yeah. His fans crossed the boundary. And I think ultimately setting your boundaries and having them respected is the most important thing. So I think I have a lot of respect for him. Uh-huh. For like doing the difficult thing and like keeping with his boundary versus mm-hmm. like letting a fan like kind of walk all over him. Yeah, I have a couple things to say. One, his fans have been acting up. Yeah, you want your fans to behave well. Second, would I react the same way? Yes. I would throw it and break it because I would be upset too. Third, are his fans going to act or throw anything like that or throw anything at him and act like that again? No. No. Because that's what he did. Because people are scared to act like that. So 
I think it was great for him to be like, this is what you get. This is what I'm going to do. And then everyone's going to kind of yeah. act right. Does that make sense? No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Because I think a lot of times when it comes to celebrities in particular, people don't think that their actions have consequences. So they can talk as much crap about like whatever celebrity or they can like treat the celebrity terribly. And they're like, oh, whatever. That's like not a real person. Like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They dehumanize celebrities because yeah. they act like they're just these gods and they're not human and they don't have like or they they're react like the same made for our entertainment and yeah. like people don't exist to entertain us. Um, so I, I think this is agree. a great example of a celebrity kind of like taking back um, his own humanity that had mm-hmm. been kind of a little bit stripped from him. Yeah, and being like, hey, like I'm a person. Treat me like a person. Yeah, exactly. Do I support everything that Steve Lacey has done? No. He has done some controversial things in the past. Um, do I support this action? Yes. And that is where I stand. Yeah. He was on the right for sure. Yeah. So whatever. We are going to move on some, to our last two categories of the podcast. Predictions for the next month and shows we are going to in the next month. Bailey, do you want to start us off? Uh, yeah. So I think for predictions for the next month, Raylan Baxter um, in the beginning of the month that released a new album, have not listened to it yet. I have every single Raylan Baxter album on vinyl. Um, I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. And also, I think we're going to be looking forward to a lot of new Christmas music because it is getting around to that time. I know Cece Coakley, uh, who is kind of our station sweetheart at the moment, is releasing some Christmas music. The number one album I am looking forward to next month is Spice Girls, Spice World 25. Oh, wow. And you might be like, what? do you mean spice girls is turning 25 years old so what are they doing putting out an album that's completely fair i didn't know they were just 25 years old i thought they were kind of like a more 90s thing than a 2000 thing yeah like 99 that's crazy the shows that we're going to is i'm going to the 1975 i'm going to try to hit more shows than i did this month um maybe go to the aggie a couple more times yeah Mm -hmm. um i hit like a pretty good amount of shows this month um and so far I have plans to see Kevin Morby. Um, I'm actually seeing him at the time we're recording this. I'm seeing him in like two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited. I'm a big Kevin Morby fan. Um, I like a lot of his music. And also, he's married to Waxahachie. Interesting. I know. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. But I found out. Um, and then I'm also going to Odie Lee, but I'm not going until December. I just bought my tickets today. So, and you wanted to talk about it. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. That's very exciting. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I think we're getting into the good, uh, for some reason, December and November, there's always a lot of good, like hidden gem shows. Yeah. Which so. is kind of sucks because, um, it's getting into like hard season for college. It is. And also it's cold. So you always like when you go to shows inside, you have to like bundle up and then you have a jacket and then you're like sweating. You're like, what do I do with this jacket? Like, why (laughs) did I bring it? You know? Yeah. But then you go outside and you're like, oh, my God, I'm freezing. No, it feels so good. I love when coming out to a concert when it's like 20 degrees out and you're just like, oh, my God. You know, like, do you ever do that? And you just sit there with both your arms out and look up and you're like, no. I like to be really warm all the time. No, I'm no, I'm too warm all the time. I'm, I'm from so- Texas. Like I can't handle the oh, twenty degree weather. That makes sense. I could wear shorts in twenty degree weather. I hate to be that person, but I I love the cold feeling on my lips. If it was sunny and I was like, okay, so I can ski in like shorts and stuff, mm-hmm. but I cannot 
I can, if it's dark, no. Yeah. If it's dark and it's like 65, I'm like freezing. Mm-hmm. That's valid. Well, do you have any last thoughts that you wanted to share with this podcast? Um, I am looking forward to next month. Me too. And I think that we had a pretty good month this month. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of good music came out. Super excited for more music to come out. Stoked. What about you? Yeah, I have nothing else to add. I'm really excited for next month. And I want to thank you, listener, for letting us talk your ear off and share our opinions. You can listen to all of KCSU's podcast on our Spotify, KCSUFM. And you can find us on Instagram, any social media site, Twitter, Facebook, at KCSUFM. Yeah. DM us what you guys want to talk about. If you have a favorite album coming out next month, we would love to discuss it. We just, we love hearing other people's opinions. Thank you guys. And I hope you have a fantastic day. <laughs> peace and love. So much peace and love. It's DJ Sang, and you're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. In environmental news, famous paintings all around the world have been targeted by climate activists in recent months. Paintings from artists such as Van Gogh have been splattered with various foods while activists glue themselves to the paintings in the name of climate action. Most recently, a piece from Francisco Goya that is currently being held at the Prado Museum has been targeted. A video from CBS News shows an activist writing on the wall next to the painting, while another glues themselves to the frame of the painting. In other environmental news, the Tonga underwater volcano that is about 40 miles north of the Tonga's island's capital erupted earlier this year. The eruption has now officially been declared to have broken a record. This eruption resulted in a 35-mile-high plume that is now the highest smoke plume to have ever been recorded, according to Now This Earth News. A smoke plume is smoke that rises from a volcano's eruption that is made up of water, gases, and other particles, according to Interesting Engineering. Today, November 8th, voters in New York have an opportunity to vote on a, quote, ballot measure called Clean Water, Clean Air, and Green Jobs Environmental Bond Act. The measure includes a number of environmental projects, including increasing flood risk reduction, lowering greenhouse gas emissions, electric school buses, and building green and open spaces, end quote. This is according to Now This Earth News. 
If you are seeking to find out more about what you can vote on this midterm election in your own state, you can find more information on NPR and other news sources. Thank you for listening to my environmental news updates. Now stay tuned for national news. Yo, this is G-Love and you're on 90.5. In national news, an Iowa teenager who killed her alleged rapist has escaped from a residential corrections facility. The teen was sentenced to probation and had to pay her alleged rapist's family $150,000 in restitution for their loss. On Friday morning, the teen cut off her electric monitoring device and walked away from the facility. She has not been seen since. Information from this story comes from CNN. Last Friday, many parts of Colorado saw their first significant snowfall of the year. While the snow did stop by Friday morning, it left some less-than-ideal driving conditions. On Friday morning, around 100 vehicles were involved in a crash on a highway in Denver. Many vehicles were left behind on the highway as drivers were taken to the hospital. Some drivers are suffering from small injuries, but there have been no reported deaths. Information from this story comes from NBC. In other national news, Elon Musk has officially bought over Twitter, and for quite some time, the public and Twitter employees had to wait for a public announcement from the new CEO on his plan for the app. This past week, Musk did contact employees. He announced that half of the company's employees will be let go. The company has also said that staffing has been reduced in an effort to place the company on a healthier path, according to NBC. This mass firing has resulted in a class action lawsuit due to the company's failure to give a 60-day notice before the mass firing, according to NBC. Today, November 8th, is Election Day. If you're looking to and have not already voted via ballot in the mail, you will be able to go to voting offices. In addition to voting information, it's important to note that while Election Day is not a federal holiday, it is a special holiday, so the stock market will be open for business, along with major banks in the U.S. Postal Service and mailing services. Since this is a special holiday, though, many businesses have altered their hours. Information from this story comes from USA Today News. For many, taking the SATs and other standardized testing is not something that they'd wish to redo if they can avoid doing so. Well, 55 students may have to retake their SATs after their tests were lost from a USPS shipping truck. The students from El Paso High School's tests were lost after they flew out of the shipping truck. While school staff were able to help recover many of the tests that flew out of the truck, they couldn't recover all of them. The 55 students whose tests were lost are able to take the ACT on December 10th for free. Information from this story comes from CNN. Thank you for listening to my national news updates. Now on to CSU Sports Updates with Ewan Pert. I'm Ewan Pert and welcome to this week's RMR Sports Update. Up first is volleyball, who is 17-8. After dropping both of their games last week, the volleyball team is looking to get themselves back on track as they host New Mexico and Air Force here in Fort Collins on the back end of the week. Up next is football. After a disappointing loss for the football team 
that drops them down to 2-7 on the season. The team will be hosting Wyoming for a big rivalry game against the Cowboys this weekend. Up next is men's basketball after winning their first and only exhibition game of the season against MSU Denver 91-52. The basketball team will be hosting two games in Fort Collins throughout the entirety of the week. Up next is women's basketball. Similarly to the men's team, the women's team also took a big win in their sole exhibition game and will now be having two games this week taking place throughout the week as well. Up next is cross country. After both teams took second place in the Mountain West Conference in Laramie recently, the Rams will be headed to Albuquerque later this week to compete in the NCAA Mountain Regional. I'm Ewan Pert. This has been your sports update of the week. Thank you for listening to the Rocky Mountain Review. I am Portia Cook with your Fort Collins weather forecast for today, Tuesday, November 11th. If you can already believe it, we are almost halfway through the month. Today was cool and partly cloudy with a high of 65 degrees. Tonight, you can expect cloudy skies and a low of 34 degrees. Wednesday gives us mostly sunny skies with a high of 63 degrees. Thursday comes back with partly cloudy skies and temperatures dropping to the low 40s. And for the rest of this week's weather, you can tune in for the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins. I'm Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that's all for today. We just want to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. We'd like to thank our guests today, as well as the rest of the staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. And I'd like to thank you, Portia. And I'd like to thank you, Kira. And finally, we couldn't do this without you. Dear listener, thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under news or podcast. You can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we'll see you next time.